I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Today, I'm in conversation with UCI's Chris Schwarz. Hi, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, I wanted to chat with you because I know you do a lot with finances, and actually, I'll let you tell uh, the listeners a little bit about what you do, but I thought it'd be really relevant right now. Sure. So I'm an associate professor here at the Paul Mirage School of Business. I also run the Center for Investment Wealth Management, whose mission is to provide financial literacy education on campus. So uh, the students out there might have got our email blasts about doing cash course modules and raffles that we have a ways to give away. So um, I'm sure that they've probably seen some of the center's promotion on campus. So, Chris, I mentioned because my show is Get the Funk Out, I thought you could talk a little bit about maybe giving advice to students who are hoping for that summer job and they are in a financial funk. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I know I've heard a lot, a lot of students who are very disappointed that uh, either internships have been canceled or they haven't been able to get their, their internship. And um, so I guess you kind of have, you know, a couple of different options that you could do, right? So um, you could look at it from an investment standpoint. So you could decide that uh, you'd accelerate your, your learning here at UCI. We always have that eight for eight program in the summer. Uh, when it, you know, for credits, no matter how many credits you take, you only have to pay for eight. That's great. You know, so you could, yeah. You know, so you could accelerate your education, and you know, of course, it costs you more money now, but then you know, it saves you money down the road. So uh, we like to think of that spending as a investing. That's what we call that in finance: investing in yourself. Um, the alternative is, you know, if you haven't have ever had a summer job, um, you know, lots of places are hiring just because you know retailers always need help, and I know there's some weights against you know uh, concerns about. Um, about getting coronavirus out there in the public. But you know, my first job I had when I was 16, I turned, I think, 16 years old in, in a day. And I think you know, my mom drove me down to get a job at a supermarket. So I worked at the Big D in West Boylston in Massachusetts. And although it was probably the least prestigious job I've ever had, I think that first job really kind of teaches you a lot uh, about uh, how to work and how to manage people. And, and so if you've never had a summer right. job and you have nothing else to do, you, know, you might want to think about uh, going to get a job and looking at it from a, you know, kind of a, a learning experience and also give you some money to pay some bills. I didn't know you, you're from Boston originally? Uh, yeah, Boston. Well, you know, Boston area. So I actually was born in uh, Pennsylvania, moved to Georgia, and then, but most of my life is in central Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. I lived in Brookline for about 12 years. And I know all about the different jobs, like from waitressing to mm -hmm. getting internships and waitressing to pay your rent and you know, nothing is final. And I feel like you take every experience and you build on something else. That's right. I mean, uh, working at the Big D was not a resume builder, but no. at, the same, <laughs> at the same at the same time, you learned a lot about, you know, being at some place on time and how to manage your boss. And, um, you know, of course, at a grocery store, you have uh, customers and how to manage customers. And, yes. um, you know, so you kind of learn a lot about working that uh, might come in handy when you do get that first internship or that first job, because no matter what, people are the same everywhere you go. That's true. What was your second job after uh, working at the grocery store? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, so second job was, I believe I worked at a hardware store, uh, which is probably, to be honest, the favorite job I've had ever. So I worked at a place called Abishan Hardware, uh, which is a family-owned um, uh, a family -owned, uh, hardware store. And so the interesting thing about Abishan Hardware was it was the third generation of the, the family that was running uh, the hardware store. And for those that aren't familiar, we always have the, you know, the first 
the first generation creates the business and the second generation saw how the first generation works. So they kind of build it up. And then the third generation is the one that usually flushes it down the toilet. Um, (laughs) And, and so I, and so I kind of got to see that happen firsthand uh, when I worked at the hardware store, but that, that was an amazing job because, um, uh, one, I got to work with my brother. So my brother worked there too. So we, we got to spend time together. Uh, two, I had a great boss. So you learn the difference between a bad boss because my, my boss at Big D was a terrible boss, but my boss at the hardware store was a good boss. That's good. Um, three, you kind of learn some things that you're good or bad at. So I have a pretty good memory. So they would have me do a lot of the stocking of, of items because you got to organize what went down in each aisle. And I had a pretty good memory so I could do that. And then the fourth thing was um, I actually learned a lot about uh, home improvements. Um, and That's so, good. you know, yeah, I learned a lot about plumbing and electrical. And so there's not much I can't do around the house um, without, without kind of screwing up. So that was a great mm-hmm. job. And then my third job was kind of my first real job um, where I was, uh, uh, I actually had built computers uh, for wow. a little small company. So for the students there back in, way back in the day, you know, before it was, this is before Dell, you know, it was basically had mom and pop shops that were building computers. So that was my first real That's job. Great. But, yeah. So kind of building on those different experiences, starting in one place and you never know where you're going to go. And um, that's, that can be really inspiring, you know. And actually, I gave some advice to somebody who um, was a student at Syracuse University where I went. And he ended up getting um, a summer job with our high school and then Syracuse. So my suggestion was tap into your alumni network, talk to your teachers, people that know you, admire you. That helps. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think, um, I think you'll quickly learn in life, everything is about your network. Um, yeah. You know, there's a great study done where they looked at uh, average salary for, for college graduates. And so, of course, many people probably think the valedictorian or the top 10 students make the most money. Um, but actually, uh, people who are in a frat actually made more money uh, really? than the best students because, of course, they had a, a network uh, that they oh. could rely on to yes. help them get jobs, right? So. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was probably, uh, probably a reason. Yeah. So I don't know, 90, 82% of statistics are made up. So, uh, (laughs) but I didn't make, I didn't make that one up. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, that's a good one. Wait, that's not true. (laughs) No, no, it's true. (laughs) So what advice would you give to people that, uh, are college graduates? Um, they are having a tough time finding work remotely right now. Yeah. So um, if you're having a tough time finding work, uh, you know, I always think it's about the process, right? So um, you can randomly get a job by luck, right? So, you you know, if you could sit there, maybe one of your friends randomly calls you up and says, hey, I got a great job. You should take it. Um, But really, you know, you should treat finding a job uh, like you have a job. So your job is to find a job, uh, which means that every day you have to have a schedule. You got to wake up. You got to apply for every job you can find. You have to reach out to people to see if they'll have coffee with you. You mentioned uh, alumni network. I think that's always, you know, again, it's all about the network. So you got to push that alumni network. Um, You know, I think it's a great time, you know, so maybe you spend a few hours every day, you know, either applying to jobs or, you know, working your network. But I think it's also an excellent opportunity to maybe work on some professional certifications that you have the time to do. So you know, in finance, we have like C- CFA you can study for. If you're going to be an accountant, you can start studying for your CPA. Um, you know, I know in, in like process management, you have green belts and black belts and other things that you can work on. So, you know, you have to make it all about, um, you know, either a, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to either, you got to make it about getting yourself out there and then making your, your resume look better 
um, to get yourself ahead because believe it or not, uh, you know, watching Tiger King on Netflix is not going to get you a job. No. (laughs) Um, Although it is, although it is entertaining, it's, uh, you know, it's all about process. So you just got to, got to do it. And you got to be consistent every day. Keep, keep working like it's a job. So that would be my recommendation. And it's a, it's a very uplifting experience to take a class and it gives you something else to talk about when you are on that zoom call interviewing for a position and they ask, so what are you even doing while you're out of work? You know, you won't talk about Netflix. You'll talk about, Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing personal development. And that's all really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think people are going to ask whenever you have a gap in your resume, you know, people want to see what you've been doing with your time. And if you have some kind of tangible thing, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, I've been doing this or that or the other thing, but it's an, another thing if you have a, a tangible thing that you can have on your resume or a tangible thing that you can talk about that um, you do it. Because of course, you know, the, the hardest the hardest thing to have is ambition, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, I, I always tell people, if you want to get promoted, you know, don't do your job well, do the job you want well. Um, look for those things that, you know, they're not asking you to do that you can see out there. Um, that need to be done. And that's how you get that promotion. And so you got to treat kind of this time just, just like that. Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of people reaching out to you on LinkedIn? Um, uh, yeah. So there's, there's three categories of people that reach out to me on LinkedIn. So there's one that I call people who are interested in what I'm posting on, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I, I, you know, I try to answer them um, as much as I can. I try to avoid the comments. The comments are like the pitfall area because you get some ones on there. You just shake your head up, but Right. Um, and then two, I call the spammers. Um, and then three, I, you know, I think I do have a lot of people, you know, emailing or, or on LinkedIn talking about, you know, is there internship opportunities available or what should I do? And mm-hmm. um, so I think, you know, it's great. I always, unfortunately, I don't have any internship opportunities here because we're on campus here. And of course, you know, nothing's going on on campus. So right. um, we have the same constraints everybody else does. But, um, you know, I think that's the kind of attitude you have to have. You know, I don't have somebody, but you know, if you say, hey, I want to get an internship in XYZ, you know, you never know, I might know somebody or someone might be talking to me or, um, you know, we had an intern at the center who, um, you know, I was looking for a summer internship and, you know, I can reach out to people I know and say, hey, this person's really good, you know, if you have a spot. Um, So, I mean, certainly, you know, if, if someone, a student is here listening or someone who's out of school is listening that doesn't have a LinkedIn profile, I think that's, that's the first thing you should do next time, you know, maybe this afternoon or whenever you hear this, this is to set one of those up and start connecting with people. Yeah. And also you have to really hone in on how you want to come across because you don't want to come across as desperate and, and just have one motivation and reaching out to that person, but just maybe ask, you know, maybe a question or a bit of advice or how did they get their job? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you have to kind of sort of treat, treat trying to get a job like, uh, or these network connections kind of like dating, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if you look really desperate or you become very aggressive, then, yes. you know, people are not going to respond to you. You bet. Um, you know, people don't want to feel like you're using them for something. They want to feel like they're being helpful. And so mm-hmm. I think, like you said, I mean, I think that's a great idea. If you, you say, you know, Hey, like I see you're working in this field. Can you tell me a little bit what your day is like? Or, um, you know, Hey, like I was thinking about this field, you know, or, or, or this firm, like, what do you like about the firm you're working at? So something that, you know, lets them talk about themselves. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe and, and see where that conversation gets you. Uh, do you have any insight into industries that are really hot right now for employment? Um, so that's, a, I think, you know, right now, I mean, it's all about uh, tech. Um, yeah. You know, I think 
actually, to be honest with you, probably the best employment right now is at, at a lot of the retail level um, and delivery companies, right? Oh, but like of course, Amazon, those, Postmates, exactly, Instacart. Exactly. But, yeah. but of course, those are probably not the dream jobs of our students here at right. UCI. So you know, I think if you look at medical, if you look at tech, um, those are really kind of the industries where, um, where people are really hiring a lot. I mean, we've you know, here at the business school, we rebranded ourselves and, and worked on our curriculum to make it more about the digital age, you know, working with big data, um, using data to see trends, how to use online marketing and social media and whatnot for your business. Um, you know, a lot about app development. I mean, those are really the things where you, you know, you see where things are going. I mean, yeah. even if you look at the stock market right now, um, you see companies like the the Fords and the GMs and the the, the boring old industrial companies are mm -hmm. really struggling. But today, the Nasdaq, which if you're not familiar, the Nasdaq's like a mostly tech companies actually had an all time high today uh, in the stock market. So even though we have 20 million people unemployed, um, you know the prospects for tech firms looks really promising. So um, I think again, that's um, that's you know, so interesting. By the way, how you can have this downslide and then something else can be up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the market is what we call forward looking, right? So I'm sure the market's looking ahead and presuming at some point we have a vaccine, although I read the other day, we've never actually successfully developed a COVID vaccine. So that was not encouraging, but, um, but yeah, the market's yeah. forward looking. And, um, you know, one thing I definitely think that this whole crisis has, has really done is I think it's really favored large companies, uh, in terms of, um, you know, so if you like think about mom and pop shops, right, a lot of them are closing. So, I know. Uh, you know, a lot of fitness studios are closing and a lot of restaurants are going to close and, mm -hmm. um, and really it's favored, you know, the home depots of the world and the Lowe's and the targets and the Costco. So when your mom and pop electronic store couldn't open, you could go to Costco and buy a new TV. Um, yes. and so yeah. I think that's really favored those companies. You just but have to stand online for two hours with your mask. Yeah. But you know what? I remember in March going to Lowe's with my mask on and buying paint thinking, I think we're going to be here a while. Like we're going to be in this quarantine a while and just kind of buckling down with my things I wanted to do at home because I kind of had that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward with that. But, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I think that's the difficult part for, for students right now is a lot of students are graduating. Um, you know, they worked really hard. Um, there are probably a lot of students, I'm sure, listening to this are disappointed they didn't get to walk at graduation. Oh, I know. Um, already. And, uh, and so, you know, it's a tough time. I think this is, you know, uh, a time to really learn discipline and patience. Yes. Uh, those are two, two things that many people, including myself, are not very good at. Um, and, but you just got to have patience, right? At, at right. some point, um, you know, everything is going to reopen again. And, and I posted on LinkedIn yesterday that there's actually a deposit. So the amount of money sitting in bank accounts is of like $3 trillion in the last two months. So at some point we're going to open. And I at, saw at that. that point, I saw your lot, post. Yeah. yeah. There's $3 trillion out there to spend. It's probably going to go up next month. And so essentially when we reopen, I mean, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. And, and like we talked about, I think it's, this is the time to make sure that when things are open and all of you are looking for jobs at the same time that, you know, you can put on your resume what you've been doing or um, yeah. uh, versus, you know, I've been watching Netflix and it was great. Right. <laughs> Have you really? I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I've watched a little Netflix, not too much. Yeah. I did watch Tiger King. I mean, um, okay. you know, so uh, as a, as a, as a teacher, you know, I do try to keep on some of the more, you know, most of my movie references are getting a little old for the students. So I do try right. to keep on top of, of kind of things like. You gotta uh, be hip, trend. Chris. You gotta be hip. Uh, oh, 
you know, because I write new test questions every year, so I got to make sure I, I keep them relevant. But, right. um, you know, for me, it's it's been same thing, right? So, you, you you know, we have a lot of things at the center here. You know, I think this has been a very challenging time if you're, you know, in any kind of, you know, think about yourself, right? So, you used to have, you know, in-person radio shows and in-person yes. things. And yeah. so, you've had to find a way to adapt. And, you know, we've had the same challenges as professors. I'm sure all the students have seen about 18,000 different ways that professors have tried to teach here over the last quarter. And so we've had sure. to be innovative. And, and, uh, and of course, the center here, we've had to be innovative. So that's yeah. really kind of been uh, a challenge. So Well, especially when people get so burned out on Zoom classes, <laughs> you know, I'm sure as teachers and students, and you probably have students that are like literally lying in bed watching, or their cameras are off, or you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think things might got better at the end of the quarter because they're actually running out of things to run to watch on Netflix. So maybe mm -hmm. I became more entertaining as the quarter went on. But yeah, at some point when this is all over, for sure, I'm uninstalling Zoom from my computer. No kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, yeah. a little bit of a break to go outside. But um, right. Uh, you know, I, I would I would add to that. You know, one of the interesting things I think in this whole pandemic is, you know, I think that there's there, a lot of people have learned as much as they think they love to work at home and they love to not see anybody all the time. I think they actually miss seeing people and not working on Zoom. Definitely. Um, I, yeah, and I think we've also learned that a lot of uh, a lot of things we didn't think we could do on Zoom, we can actually do on Zoom. So, um, so I think it'll be interesting right. to see how those trends play out when things actually do start to reopen yeah. again. I mean, we are social creatures, and I know. For me, I walk every day and honestly, I see people out all different hours, all different ages. And I encourage people to go take walks. Like this is the time to dial into your self-care because if you don't and you feel like you're, all you're doing is mostly staying home, you're not, you're not like giving your best shot when you are doing that Zoom interview or you are working on that class, you're kind of burned out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Actually, I made a, a joke. I got to do some PT on my knee. I, I found out yesterday and I made a joke. Finally, I can go back to the gym, you know, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited about that. But yeah, I mean, you know, you got to take care of yourself. I mean, I think that um, that applies anywhere. I mean, if you, you know, if you read the books on successful CEOs, usually the first thing they do in the morning is they go to the gym. Um, you right. know, they work out their body, right? Because you can't put in 90 hours a week if you're not taking care of yourself. You're going to, you bet. You know, something bad's going to happen to you. So you bet. Anything else you would like to leave the listeners with? Um, you know, I would just, uh, you know, I guess I, I assume this is a predominantly UCI based audience, right, that listens to this. So, you know, to all the students out there, you know, um, you know, I, I personally want to thank all the students as a faculty member who taught, you know, I know it's not easy doing Zoom. And I was really impressed with how the students really hung in there um, this quarter. You know, in my classes, you know, I, I had a very low expectations for how things went. And I think things went much better than expected. Good. Um, and, you know, I just tell students, you know, it's all about attitude. It's all about perseverance. And, you know, I, it's not fair. Coronavirus came at you. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of things aren't, aren't fair. Uh, one of my, my board members are talking about jobs, and he actually mentioned that's uh, usually a mistake when the most qualified person gets the job, um, you know, because there's that's so many other things going on, uh, yeah. you know, because there's politics and everything else, and everyone has an agenda. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just focus on what you can do. Right. Yes. Uh, you can't fix coronavirus, but you can get certificates. You can apply to jobs. You can be patient. Right. Um, and so, you know, every day is a new day to do something. So just keep a good attitude and, and good things will happen. And, you know, I will just finally say that, you know, if you did graduate, if you're still on campus or if you did graduate, no matter what, I mean, I know that we faculty and everything at the, everybody here at the school is always supportive, very proud of our alum and to, uh, to you know, anytime we can help, just let us know. That's great.
Where can people find you? Uh, so I'm uh, on LinkedIn. So you can see me on LinkedIn. Uh, it's under my UCI email address. So C Schwarz with no T at uci.edu. Um, you can see me on there. You can just send me an email. Um, I'm always happy to, to help students. Fantastic. Chris, this has been great. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Take care.